And um, we're not going to use any of that for preamble. Why not? That was great. All right, I guess that I was feel, wonderful. I feel like we name dropped too many people. <laughs> where <laughs> you think uh, we just censor everything, just beep it, right? But I feel like it's beep. so specific to the people we know that they'll be like, "Well, who do we know that laughs at their own shit and has a really <laughs> distinct laugh?" They didn't say, but it sounds like. Uh, do you want to go more in depth about, uh, the show last yeah, night? Yeah, we didn't really cover... We did not. Jen, we we you, just talked so much about, uh... Everything. Everything. There's so... There's That's th- gonna be a bitch to edit. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun for you. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, uh, doubles. We were, uh, competing against each other. Game show. I knew you'd win. I wanted to give you some answers so bad... I know you did. Just I to know move you, the show along. I know you wanted to be, uh, but the, could uh, shout outs to Holly, the other dude, Jen, uh, that was on our previous episode uh, for uh, improving stuff and not the best way to me. I wanted to yell at you so bad. <laughs> I'm when, sorry. When we were doing the Gabe goes and guesses and then calling guesses on his own things, that mm. segment. Yeah. Because when it was the Betsy Ross one with the flag creator, yeah, somebody from the audience yelled Betsy Ross before they even started doing their shit. I didn't even hear that. I wasn't even paying attention. Damn. I think I I like that wasn't a bit when I said I'm I'm not even here. Yeah, when I when I asked Kurt, I'm like, yes, can you what are we doing? I was zoned I, out. <laughs> I, there was many times where I I just zoned out because I'm not gonna lie, I was thinking I was like in my head, I was like, yo, this would be a nice, like, setup for our show here. And so I was, I would have to tell myself to not think about that because my mind is always into the future of what, like, it's, and like, and that's not even just a, to the game show. Like, it's even hard for me when I'm performing. Mm. I'll be rapping and I'll be like, no, next time I perform, I should, like, say this word this way like my mind moves that way the whole well there's a time where i was like yo it'd be so dope if me and colin had like this and we were uh for the show and we had the lights like i was thinking about all that shit and then like i was like wait a minute i gotta be into the game i'm like so i'll zone out thinking about like future shit and like things i want to do for the show or like i have the future in general just like it's it's really weird performing and not it's hard for me just to Maybe just a me thing to not, like, disassociate for a little bit. Yeah, I have ADHD, so it's like I'll zone out and I'll hear what's being said, but I'm not absorbing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a full sponge that's being held under a faucet. It's not holding any more water. The water's just going straight off of it, you know? So, like, I noticed that was happening halfway through what Kurt was saying, <laughs> and I'm like, I do not know what's going on. Yeah, I, I he was just kind of talking too fast. Sometimes, I'm gonna cut this out. But uh, we had a good time. Yeah. It was a fun enough show. I just I don't know. I I felt it was kind of cool to be in that. Um, for us to be the stars, you yeah. know, because like I feel like I spent. That's one of the main reasons why. I don't be an asshole or anything. Like one of the main reasons why I kind of like drifted away from KTS was like I wanted to focus on me. And the shit that I wanted to do. It's very selfish. Sometimes you gotta be <laughs> selfish, man. Yeah. I've been selfless for way too long. And I'm trying to fucking 
balance that out a little bit more and be more about me because whatever anybody says, no matter what I go through or, you know, any type of like uh, issues of believing in myself, I know that I believe I do. I know if I keep doing the work, I will get better at it. Right. Even if you don't believe in yourself, and you just keep doing it. You're going to get better at it and you're going to keep coming up with ideas and you're going to keep leveling up. So even if I'm not into it or I'm not feeling the best, I'm going to be leveling up. So I just need to focus on doing the things that I want to do and the things that I want to progress in. And I will progress in those things. You know what I'm saying? And now we're in this position to do, you know, get this show to a different level, you know. Which it just seems so out of the blue to me. Like when he when he messaged me that, I'm like, really? Like we're just we have we we can take it to another level this quick and like Yo, you don't be listening to me, bruh. I've told you we can make this shit work. I told you. I keep it's telling because you. I don't believe in any of the things I do. You got to, man. I, I just think I do You're, it. You you have this is me being being fucking selfish and being uh self uh absorbed, but you you have abilities yourself. You are talented and oh, you understand. I know I'm shit. talented. It's no, just no, 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 listen to listen to me. You have all these great things and now you not only have that, you have me. I'm a nigga that I've told you some shit that I've been through and I've been through it all at this point. You got somebody special in your corner in me. Mm-hmm. We are stronger together. That's why people as Jen said it, like we have like we have a thing. And people can tell, like, we have a thing. Hmm. And you... Pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. That was a huge pause. <laughs> yeah, that was a huge pause. Humongous pause. pause. Dude, that was a throbbing pause, man. <laughs> hey, pause the pause. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That's a veiny, triumphant pause right there. Yo, this is pauseception in here, man. Jesus Christ. But no, we... we we have good chemistry with each other. We understand how to carry on conversation. Like people like podcasting is not easy. It's not. If it was easy, fucking uh, your your friends would have not done a gazillion practice runs. You know what I'm saying? I just figured they're stupid. No, dude. Podcasting is not easy. Having like good conversation that is like uh, informative and fun and like. All that shit. All we literally cover all the bases. We inform people on shit. There's shit that people definitely don't know about Tupac. If they listen to the Tupac episode, they would find out. Mm-hmm. There's definitely shit that they would laugh at in the Primus episode. Like there's so many layers to our show. Our show is special. People keep telling us, Colin. Trey says it. Fucking we see Joel says it. And he said he said, Yo, not a lot of people have good music podcasts. That's true. You know, and I, 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 when I was first really getting into podcasts, I was like, yo, I really wanted a good music podcast. And I kept looking and all of them were trash. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are fucking trash. And so, like, it's not easy doing this, man. We're, we're good. What we do is special. Trust me, my nigga. And on that note. See, that's good preamble. See how we corrected that? <laughs> I like the other preamble. I like, I like messy preamble. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> I uh, might have to steal, depending on how the gen stuff goes, I might have to steal from this episode. <laughs> yeah. You if, think we so? got, if we got two preambles, it just depends on how it sounds. Honestly, there, the, there, I feel like there's enough preamble with Jen that we could take some of that. Like, we could slice it. Mean, we'll some see. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, hello everyone, cats, snakes, chickens, ducks, elderly people, and twerkers alike. This is Hey, that's the name of the album with Gabe and Colin. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. That's a spicy. Oh my God. Joel wrote the greatest Super Mario sketch mm. and we read it and we were doing the voices and everything. I told Joe, Joel, I'm like, listen, Joel, you need to put me in this sketch. Because that is the most fun I've had doing a read-through of a first draft sketch. Who would you be? Uh, I read as Luigi. I thought that's who I was going to think. So. Yeah, was, so. And, and then Joel could be Mario. Yeah, it was me and Rich doing it. And he he was pissed at Rich because Rich wasn't like understanding. Because he wrote in the that's a us and everything so he wrote in the accents Ugh. and i was channeling if you haven't seen it it's a ridiculous movie house of gucci with uh, uh, lady gaga yeah and driver yeah their accents are so bad in that especially jared leto's that's who i was channeling for the super <laughs> mario impression and when we did that he's like yeah you did great like you you knew what i was writing with the that's a us and it's a me's and everything. And Rich wasn't doing it. What a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he would say, it's me. And I'm like, no, dude, there's an A there. You have to Fuck. say it. It's a me. You're Italian. <laughs> You're an Italian stereotype. And I kept doing the hand motions every time it's I was saying me. it. Every time I said it, it's Mario. We have, <laughs> we have to go and save the princess. That's upsetting there. Uh, yeah. well, we'll cut that out. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's me, it's me, Benny G, a.k.a. Gabe, Grapes, Drapes, Black Lightning, Dark Wolf. We got fucking C-Money in the building, CC Dance Factory. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty all right. Pretty okay? Okay feeling? I uh, I was feeling like shit yesterday, oh, as yeah. we know why. Yeah. Like, that just, you know... Me too. You feel like you have time set for something, and it doesn't happen. It's, like, draining a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and sometimes know? people uh, act crazy on you and then try to make you seem like you're the bad yeah. person. And, you know, you lower your standards to someone because you are like, you know this person is nice to me and maybe things can work out and then they don't. Yeah. And then, you know, and then uh, we'll just not go that far down into it. We'll like look at the abyss, but we won't go into the abyss. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then we had our show and that perked me the fuck up. It was good. That it was like, I felt great not having to perform, you know? Yeah. That's why I didn't care that I didn't, I did not care at all because it was just like, we're just, fooling around we're having a good time they're the ones you know being mediocre to all right at fucking improv no they it, were they were doing great improv i want to be back on the show so they were wonderful <laughs> they were um, great amazing 10 out of 10 i gotta defend my title you there know? we go yeah he, he, i Colin, saw i saw a couple times twos on that leaderboard so i think kurt will invite me back at some point you, you think it was i think you beat me by 30 points i beat you by 40 Ooh. it was 100 to 60 that was not bad well that's you got most horrible. of your points when only you could answer the question. Yeah. I, I was ready to answer all of those questions before I, you. I did buzz in at first on the Betsy Russell. Anyway. So there's anyway. <laughs> well, I won't get into well, it. Well, we had a we had a fun little time. We had some drinks afterwards. We hung out. We uh uh we had a good time, man. Uh I feel like me and you could do our show live at some point. Yeah, I, I but I'm telling you we just got to do we I feel like a we little, gotta have an audience. A little Tim, a little Tim area, you know. 
Yeah, but we'd have like to rent that out and then make it back in ticket sales and have the audience that would buy tickets yeah, from I us. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I we would. I I feel like I would fucking. I would go fucking max overdrive. Fucking, fucking. Uh, what you will call it? Promoting that shit, bro. I would go fucking insane on that shit. And plus, yeah. I know, I know Aldo would come to that, and I know Ethan would come to that. And Justin nice, we got two. I we, don't know if my friends would go to that. They would. They would. We'll see. They, they I know. Came, they I know. This. I know. One of them might. Mm. She might make an appearance. I feel like Joel would. Joel definitely would. Yeah. He Joel would. would Joel I, would bring his wife. I would. So want, it's two. Yeah. It's two extra. I would want him to be our first live guest. Yo, listen. That would be dope. Yeah. Listen, the fucking whack ass shit that they have at these places. Our show is a thousand times better than what those shows would be. Right, but there's no disrespect. But I, this. I, I have confidence in our show. Yeah, there, there's a difference between like going to see like a comedy show or an improv type show, and then going to see a podcast. Yeah, it's two different vibes. It like, is. That's true. Yeah, but uh, we had a good time. Uh, we, we, we were out and about again. The boys, the mixy boys, me and you, we were mixing it up. We were out in the town, and we don't do that a lot. No, That's, I'm not. I'm not one to do it a lot. No. You know? If I go out for drinks, it's I'm sitting at Owl's Club sipping a drink. Shout out to Owl's Club. Yeah. What about Howl's Club? We don't. Does Howl have a cub? Club? Cub? Yeah. Mary had a little lamb? Yeah. Yeah. That's Did what she? I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. Anyway, we are doing ODB, nigga, please. 1999. What a time. 1999. 1999. Where were you? Where were you? Where, who, you know, what street were you banging? Uh, what street wasn't I banging? You know? right, yeah, you were out there. I heard you You were on the corner with the MAC-10. I was. Everybody knew C-Money on the block. Mm-hmm. He was... Bleh, bleh, bleh. My dad had just got a 6'4". Uh. And I was, you know, just cruising down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's so stupid. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. Uh, uh man. At, at some point, it was wrapped around a pole. It was... <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it it's it's sometimes it it's like that. It, yeah. it, those things do happen. Uh, I there's really no way for me to get into talking about this uh, album without going into questions for Colin. So let's go into questions for Colin, because um, I I need to know what what were you doing? What where were you when you first listened to this album? What made you go, I'm going to listen to ODB's Nigga, Please? Because this is kind of an obscure album. Well, mainly it was, you know, I liked Wu-Tang and everything. So I wanted to get more into their solo stuff after Wu-Tang. Yeah. And first one I looked up was Method Man, because I've always liked Method Man the best. Of course. And the star. then I liked, I had, sometimes I couldn't, figure out who was who on nine niggas, songs. It's like nine niggas on right. one track. You can, it's, it, that's, it's, it, it takes like actual going through. Yeah, yeah, so it's like I had to go to Genius and be like, oh, so that's what he sounds like. So every time I hear him, I'll know, you know. it's him. Yeah, yeah. I and did the same thing. Every now and then I would get a couple mixed up because they sounded very similar. And I forget who it was. I don't think it was RZA and... Sometimes Master Killer and Jizza sound alike. Exactly. That's who it was. Master Killer has like a, a, a little bit higher octave than Jizza, but they have the same like flow and cadence. Yeah. I had started liking a little bit of ODB's verses and everything. So after Method Man, I went to ODB. Mm-hmm. And I liked his first album. And then the first song I heard without realizing it was 
ODB, unlike his solo album, was Recognize. Really? Recognize was the first song I heard even before Get Your Money. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's and funny. Yeah. And it's, I'm off spoiler right now, it's my number one song. Really? Like Recognize? I, oh, I love that song. Yeah, okay. Mainly because of Chris Rock's intro. I've always said I want Chris, like if Chris Rock had a cameo, I would want him to record a voicemail message That would be for great. Me. Yeah, you should have defended him when Will Smith smacked him. You should have been there for him. Oh yeah, I was. I was defending. I was like shocked in the moment. We we talked about it. Yeah, I it mean, happened. you should have been there for him. Oh, you I should have been there. I would have per- smacked Will back. <laughs> yeah, I somebody should have. I would have been like, "You ain't no legend," and then smacked him. <laughs> you ain't a bad boy. No, fuck out of here. And you ain't a bad boy too. Or bad boys for life. No. And oh, you're definitely not Independence Day to my hand. And you know what? Your mama's going to see me coming at you and send you to live with your aunt and uncle. <laughs> oh, man. The more I think about it, he should have done that shit. Like, he should have? He shouldn't have done that shit. Oh, right. Like, you don't hit another black man in front of all those white folks. On like, TV, too? On TV. Like, come on, bro. Knowing that it's going to be a do thing. Do that shit in the back. If you need right. to smack Chris Rock in the face, do it in the back. Right. Do it when nobody's looking. And everybody's like, and then you can... Then y'all can fight like right there or whatever. Whatever you need to do, don't don't make a scene. Right. Like this is a bad look. But uh, I I was really like I was really I I feel like I'm not sure if I'm that might have been one of the songs you that you played at uh, KTS. Recognize. Yeah. Oh, it's always it's it's always on a playlist on my first show. Because I remember you were talking about it. You brought up the uh, Pharrell beat Mm -hmm. and. I was like, really? That's a Pharrell beat? Because I'm not good at identifying people's beats. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a huge Pharrell nerd. Mm-hmm. So like, and he's on it. He's the voice. Yeah, recognizing he's singing on the song. Yeah. his feature. It's just like, uh, yeah, recognize is a funny fucking song, and I, I I'll get more into it uh, whenever it's in my top five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, when I was a kid, I didn't have cable in '99 to 2000. The late part of '99. To the early part of 2000. It wasn't until like March or April that we got cable again. It's a big deal to me because we were like fiending. Like we loved music. We listened to music all the time. And Got Your Money was a big radio hit when I was a kid. Yeah. And I heard that song all the time. And I never knew that it was a Pharrell produced song. Like once I grew up and was like like getting into music and stuff, I didn't know that Pharrell had produced that song. I'd always knew about the song, but I, I didn't know that Pharrell had produced it or whatever. And then once I figured that out, I was like, that makes a lot of sense because Khalees is on is the the woman on the song who was signed to Star Trek and is also Nas's ex-wife. So like and they were really trying to push Khalees like Pharrell really was trying to make her like his like uh, no, she was like one of the first people signed to his, his label once Star Trek got like uh, picked up and everything. Yeah. And she released a uh, fucking milkshake, which is a giant song uh as we all know yeah um, they bring boys to the yard they bring whew, her milk the, her milk was shaking in that video yeah it definitely brought me to the yard i was only 11 i was like i hate when people are like uh they they, they just make stupid jokes about it yeah like it's a very straightforward song it's not that what, hard to realize what like, what are all these boys doing in my yard <gasps> my milkshakes it's like <laughs> shut up <laughs> Get out of here, Whitey. Yeah. That's a bad white person joke. 
<laughs> you guys can't see it, but Colin's eyebrows went up. He was like, oh, <laughs> gonna have to censor that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll uh, be a funny bleep. Right? Yeah. Get out of here. Beep. Yeah, I like that. That's uh, Please, please. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Got Your Money was a huge hit, though. And like, I didn't know who, I didn't really like get that it was like a Wu Tang thing. So I got like older because I knew who the Wu Tang was. The Triumph video that had came out like a couple years ago scared the living shit out of me. All the bees and shit. Like, everybody turned from going from bees to being a member of the Wu Tang clan. It was fucking scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew about. Uh, I knew about Wu-Tang, but I didn't really, like, make the connections until I got a lot older. And I just have a lot of appreciation for the the, the fact that ODB worked with Pharrell at this time. Because Pharrell wasn't really an anybody. Like, he was, like, known. He was, like, permeating in the game. He had did the Super Thug in 98. And he had worked with Teddy Riley on Rump Shaker and did the SW, SWV Right Here song in 94. Like, he had, like, placements and shit, but, like... He was just becoming Pharrell. It was. It won't be till like the year after this that Shake Your Ass comes out, and uh, I just want to love you with Jay Z and all these big, bigger records that he was on that he like the Neptunes had produced. It the, was like was it the Fifty song, Shake Your Ass? No, the the uh, mystical song, Shake Your Ass. Watch yourself, uh, Shake uh, Your Ass. Okay. Show me what you're working with. He's actually the singer on that song, too. Attention, okay. all you plays and pimps right now is the place to be. That was like, uh, there's another, there's, but 2000 was like smash after smash with Pharrell. Uh, uh, Southern Hospitality with Ludacris, another Pharrell gem. And, and then Jay shouted him out on I Just Want Love. He's like, get you bling like the Neptune sound. Ooh, hot ho, too hot to hold. Ladies love me long time like Tupac soul. Uh, I, just, I love that song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's really cool that like like four like four tracks on this motherfucker is straight up Neptune joints, man. It's like and it, like the Neptune sound and the the early Neptune sound is one of my favorite sounds in hip hop because like Pharrell would get Pharrell and Chad would get better as the years go on and and use different like use a lot of more different styles. That's what they were able to produce for Britney and Justin go into these pop pockets pop pockets hilarious uh these pop pockets pop pockets pop pockets patent pending yeah. write that down um well i think we got it on audio recording <laughs> uh but yeah they were able to, to uh expand their horizons and work with pop artists and you know make their music their nerd songs more different than just the hip-hop stuff that they were doing but like the 98 99 2000 neptunes there's like a formula, and they, a lot of the beats, I'll say, they do sound very similar. Like once they, you know, they kind of were like hampered down into that sound, but there's something about it that just makes me think of being a kid. At the time, it was futuristic. Nobody was sounding like these guys, mm-hmm. and like these beats on here, the Pharrell beats, they're they're super fun. They're different. Either they're different, even with me knowing what's going on, you know. Even with me knowing who they are, I still am like, yo, I can see why this was like appealing to ODB because ODB was a different type of cat. He was out there. He was he he. They called him Asan Unique for a reason because he was. Un- There's nobody like this man. Mm-hmm. There there never ever ever will be another ODB. There are people who tried, people who want to look like him, that want to fucking rap like him. But there's nobody who's as unhinged. It was uh, yeah. This, is, this album. This is album unhinged. is fucking peak peak ODB. This is peak ODB. He died fairly shortly after this. Yeah, about right? four or five years after this. Yeah. yeah. 
So, like, it, it that, that may, brings me to my next question. Well, uh, I forgot we were on questions for Colin because it turned into a Pharrell history lesson. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's, I know, I know, but like, <laughs> this is that's what that's my favorite part of this album is like, this is like such a big deal to me. Like, this is an unspoken thing that people don't talk about this enough that like he was on this. I think that's a big deal. Like, the this is, I think, this is a big okie doke for Pharrell. Like, this is a layup. ODB was a big artist. You know, this is a guy who's, you know, the Wu-Tang album two years ago, Triumph, I mean, uh, Wu-Tang Forever, that album did a lot of numbers. Wu-Tang was still very relevant at this time. And so, like, this was a big deal for Pharrell. I think it did, Got Your Mother, Got Your Money was a big enough hit that I think that got people to be like, yo, who is this guy? I want to work with him. Ludacris, fucking Jay, fucking Mystical, fucking uh, so many people in 2000. But there's Recognize, Cold-Blooded, Got Your Money. These are produced by uh, the Neptunes. Uh, Nigga Please, Dirt Dog, Cracker Jack. These type songs have the traditional sample-based sound that RZA is known for. RZA is the co-producer on uh, some of the songs and some of the main producer. I want to ask you, what, based on the songs that you like in your top five or just songs that that stick out, what do you think is the best part? What do you think the the Frell stuff or the RZA stuff? Um, that's a good question. I'd probably say the Pharrell stuff. I've always really liked what Pharrell brings to songs. Yeah, right. Yeah, because uh, he also you he know adds a fun element to it all. That's I think that's what I think that was what ODB was thinking too. Because like I think I think I feel like the nigga please beat and the Cracker Jack stuff to me I feel like that probably came early in the process i feel like at first he had had these beats from rizza just I there i feel like the pharrell vibe is shown on the album cover yeah to me the way he's leaning back dressed like rick james he wanted to get into a different zone and like i feel like the pharrell sound really went well with him yeah i want to ask another question that's kind of also a link to the to the to this one do you think uh Kanye and ODB could have made some good records. Do you think like producer Kanye with ODB would have been like a good? Because I feel like that would have been it the next progression. It would have been interesting. I don't know how it would have. I'm not good at thinking of people who are dead and alive and seeing if they'd work well together. That's fair. That's fair. Because like, I have references of Kanye and Kendrick. So it's like I would love a Kanye produced Kendrick album. Yeah. But I have no reference for like Kanye and ODB, so it's hard to say. It's just like I feel like after uh Pharrell, there was like Kanye when it comes to like producers that were like dope in the early two thousands. I'm like, I wish I I'm pretty sure I read that like he had like met ODB and had like tried to work with him. At, at times before his uh, untimely passing. Because Kanye had been in the game for years. Like, and he, in the and you know what? I heard that's where this album was named after. Because once Kanye spoke to him and he's like, hey, man, I'd love to produce an album for you. ODB said, fella, please. Colin's not going to say nigga, please on the nigga, please podcast. I can't. You saw what happened to the fucking Florida quarterback <laughs> rapping to a song and he got his yep. scholarship revoked. <laughs> uh, well... Seems like there's been enough questions. Yeah. It's time for the top five. Top five. 
top five. Let me hear you say top five. Top five. This ain't no bottom five. <laughs> this the top, top motherfucking five. five. This cla- This is classic. This is peak ODB and peak Chris Rock at his probably his most popular as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Like late 99, mm. Chris Rock was like at his height. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking Eddie Murphy for some reason. No, nah, Eddie Murphy. I'm like, Beverly Hills Cop? That was in the <laughs> 80s, dude. <laughs> no, no. Chris Chris Rock was like that go-to nigga. Then, then Chris Rock handed the baton off to Dave. Yeah. And then Dave left. And Dave dropped. Dave was like, I don't want this fucking baton. Yeah. And then Kevin Hart was like, looked around and then took it. Hey, what's this? Wait, what's it? <laughs> I love your Kevin Hart impression. Thank you. That's the only thing I can do. I can't say more things like Kevin Hart. Just that. No? No. Damn. Uh, Sorry. Uh, my honorable mention. We were singing it earlier. You don't want... That's one your honorable mention? You don't want fuck with me. Yeah, it was almost in my top five. It was definitely in my top five. Because it was... It, it, because it's such a... Uh, the horns in the back really sell it. Yeah, the horns in the back sell that shit, man. The it's like, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me, I have to, I have to, because ODB is a gifted rapper. Okay. Yeah. He's there's nobody like him. He does his own thing, and he's super different. But he's definitely somebody. I think the instrumentals play such a big part, and if I enjoy one of his songs or not, I think this is a. This is Irv Gotti. Irv Gotti produced on this a little bit, which is crazy. Irv Gotti is the man that brought us the treasure that is Ja Rule and many of the other um, artists that we enjoy. But yeah, uh, the horns in the back, the unhinged rapping, and the great hook that there's no way that you don't know this hook. Like after you hear this hook, there's no way that this song doesn't get stuck in your head just a little bit. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's hard for this not to. It's a, it's a, Groovy ass beat and the his un it just works the the crazy yeah you know what I it works yeah it really really works not all of the crazy singing works on this album this is this is one of my hype songs where it's like I'm either working out to it or if I'm feeling like shit I put this on because I need to remind myself that people don't want to fuck with me yeah and yeah. I want to have that feel, confidence I want to feel the fucking hennied out type way that ODB is acting in this The song. unhinged Henny way. Unhinged fucking Chris said it in the beginning of Recognize about all the Hennessy. It's like god damn. It's got an old school bop to it. Yeah. You know? Like a early 90s. You know, I feel like LL Cool J could have rapped on this. Honestly at some point. Uh, my number five. Cold bloody because I love Rick James. I love Rick James. I love ODB. RIP to both of them. And it's crazy that Pharrell got to Pharrell and Chad got to produce a Rick James cover and make it their own with ODB. Mm-hmm. Like that's so dope. That is so cool. And I love that ODB straight up is like, yo, shout out to Rick James. Thank you for letting me use like like that's a real nigga. Like he can be crazy, but he's not but he has he has fucking manners enough to be like, yo, paying respect to the God that is Rick James. I like how at the end of, uh, I think it's recognized when he's doing that little interview at the end, or it might be Got Your Money. He's like, but Rick motherfucking James. I think it might have been recognized. I don't yeah. Know. That's always been my favorite thing. It's like he's obviously eating. 
just talking about these people. Yo, and the beat, man. The beat, I can't say more. Like, okay, so there's this song, Cold Blooded, Recognize, Got Your Money, and I believe, what is the other song? Might be, might be, uh, it's not rolling with you. Irv Gotti did that one. But yeah, those songs, uh, fucking Got Your Money, Cold Blooded, uh, and Recognize. These are the Pharrell songs. And they all have that Pharrell bop that you can hear in songs like Please Don't Mind by Philly's Most Wanted. This song, Cold Blooded, sounds like Please Don't Mind by Philly's Most Wanted, which is a dope song. But I just love it. I love the signature Pharrell. Doom, 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 and then uh, Super Thug by fucking uh, Nori. I can hear that in the, in this beat, too. I just love the sign- signature Pharrell sound, man. That first first sound that he started messing with when uh, him and Chad started really fucking around. Amazing shit. I fuck with Cold Blooded. Uh, number four, your song, Recognize. Only number four? Only number four. Uh, I really like... I, I had it really high up at first, but then the other songs like really started doing it for me. But I really... I do love Recognize. Recognize... Had, recognize... Recognize could have been a, a, a single, in my opinion, uh, or a video could have been shot for it had ODB not been so fucked up and didn't shoot any of his videos for this album. Yeah. That's a thing about this album. It's like, that's why people only, you know, really only remember Got Your Money because it was just a, a, a distinct, uh, like a undeniable smash, I think. Undeniable smash, I think Got Your Money is. and But I feel like Cold Blooded could have been a single. I feel like this could have been sing, uh, fucking uh, recognized could have been a single because recognize has the Chris Rock thing and it just has that too cool for school kind of feel, you know, it's a it's a laid back like, yeah, you mess with the ODB, you better recognize it's like um, it's such a good opening. Yeah, it's such a good opening. You're about to get a whole different type of ODB record than fucking Return to Thirty Six Chambers. Mm-hmm. This is about to be way cooler. I mean, way especially more starting with Chris Rock. Yeah, I just can't. I, I'm sorry, I can't get over the Chris it's Rock. It's the ODB. Starting your album like that and then going into that song. Let's say this is vintage Chris Rock. This is yeah. the Chris Rock that everybody parodies. Mm-hmm. This is the Chris Rock that we all know and love. Sounding dumb, sounding crazy, sounding snarky, mm-hmm. sounding loud. It's the Chris Rock we like. Like he's not it's that Chris the Rock. Chris anymore. Rock everybody hates. It's every the everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. It's a fun little. A, a, it's like if you're gonna start off a record like this, like do it, do it with style. And ODB does, and uh, fucking love it. Uh, number three. Dirt, dog, let me hear you say dirt, dog. I just love uh, back and forths mm-hmm. and with the with the him singing the dirt, dog, and then the girls and the ghetto girls, the round the way girls singing dirt, dog with him, and the the fucking bass, the bass on the song, and the the line. Number one, I live in my mama house. Number one, I live in my mama house. I love that. It's so it's so untrue. I knew he wasn't living at his mother's house at the time. Like he was, this, this man was very well off at this mm-hmm. point, and he was still using food stamps though. Hmm. So a, he was stealing from the government, yeah. while making all this money. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, right, hell yeah, yeah. Get one over on these motherfuckers. Yeah. Fuck the government. But yo, no, it's just like a real 
grimy hip hop track. It's what you expect from a RZA kind of beat, you know? I do like the classic RZA sound on this album though. I feel like the you get the the Neptune's tracks that are real futuristic and poppy and sli- but like slimy at the same time and you kind of get uh some of the hardcore songs with the Irv Gotti songs like the Rolling with Yous um, which kind of gives a good feel to once the lower half of the album begins and you start getting the RZA tracks like I think that was really I think that's the thing about this album that probably doesn't get talked about at all if, if people ever talk about this album is the way that it's sequenced. You get the Pharrell tracks and you get the some of the Irv Gotti tracks. The lower half belongs mostly to RZA, which is really dope. Make us wait for that signature ODB RZA sound, the traditional Wu Tang sound. That it makes it, it makes, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and it makes you appreciate the RZA type beats a lot more when you hear different pockets that ODB is in doing it on a Irv song or on a Neptune song. So I that's, I appreciated those RZA tracks a lot more than if it was just all RZA. Mm-hmm. You know, you it doesn't matter how good you are. There is too much of a good thing sometimes. And you, you kind of need that repraise. And we got that. And like I think songs like Dirt Dog exemplifies the greatness of how uh, RZA and uh, the Dirt Dog work together. Yeah. Uh, number two, Rolling With You. It's one of the few times on this album where it's like real, real, real rap, man. Jesus, I'm rolling with you. You were talking about the, it's a very uplifting. the wholesome. This beat sounds like a Quiet Storm by Mob Deep, which is one of the most, uh, vi- a, a very violent hip hop song, a very thugged out song. So it's kind of funny to hear you say it's wholesome. It is wholesome. Oh, I was mainly joking because they're the saying. The Jesus part is yeah. wrong. It's, it's, it's very wholesome, but it's, uh, the, 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 but. ODB is heated. He's passionate and he's cognizant. And he's like one of those moments where he's like really like spin, spin. You know what I'm saying? He's like going, he's like going in, in, which is really cool. Cause sometimes the, the whole, uh, I feel like I understand why he's not always like this. And like, you know, he was fucked up a lot of the time. And, mm-hmm. and he, and he did like to just break rules and not be, he was very much. You know, him and conformists are very far away. Like, he, was, he didn't conform to a lot of things. Right. So I understand he's uh, he's not has the typical flow, doesn't have the typical fucking cadences that rappers should have or whatever, what people rap think people think rap should be. But I like it when he does just spit and is just like a rapper's rapper. And he really goes in on this Irv Gotti beat over Rolling With You, Jesus, I'm Rolling With You. Enjoy, super. I the reason why I have it so high up, higher than some of the other songs is, is really for that reason. How serious the song is, you know. When he mm-hmm. got into a serious pocket and could do it well, I fucked with it, man. This album, man, it's it's really it's an enjoyable album, but it's kind of kind of sucks because it's like I feel like you know we lost a great, we lost a really great artist. This guy really, and he was only just really scratching the surface. Of his talent, you know, he only dropped two albums in his lifetime. Yeah, and they're both great albums. Great albums, really great albums. I think he's one of the more forgotten legends that we lost. I think I definitely think so. I don't think people talk enough about how much the game would be different if we still had ODB. Yeah. Uh, 
Least favorite song, uh, all it together now. Really? Yeah, I don't like that song. Let me. It's kind of all over the place, and not like in the good way. Yeah, and I don't like the. I don't like the beat. I don't like the beat. To me, this sounds like Wu Tangy. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds Wu Tangy. It sounds like somebody was trying to replicate the RZA sound. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I hear that. There's like little differences from it being like a real Wu Tang ish. You know, it's like, it's like a quarter way there. You know. Yeah. There's just like little tweaks in the and that's just me being a, a fucking our our rapper that like can hear like the differences in like people's production styles when somebody's biting a style and when someone's like making their own sound, you know what I'm saying? Uh I would have put Good Morning Heartache on there if it wasn't for a little Mo's great vocals. No, yeah, Good Morning Heartbreak's my or Heartache is my least favorite. Is it? I understand. Yeah, I only like it because I like Lil Mo and I like the fact that she got a a, a look in the, on this song and went on to bigger and better things in two thousand two thousand one. But it had so much potential to be like a good song, and then they, he just did. That's another one of those songs where I'm like, you know, you if you if you were just like uh, kind of making the song it would be a good song to me it's just kind of unhinged in a bad way yeah it's a, it's 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 the worst kind of unhinged yeah okay uh hit me with a jump roll no not yet oh yeah the segment yeah we always it's hey. a new segment so it's you know yeah hey that's the name of the album hey that's the name of the album you can say it i can't <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, please. Whoa, hey, don't come at me with that energy. Right? I know. I, <laughs> I, I kind of got really heated. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the song, Nigga, Please. What do you think of it? I really like it. I think it's a fun beat. It kind of reminds me of Wu-Tang a bit. It is a RZA produced track. Yeah. This is probably one of the first songs that was produced for the album. Yeah. It uh, Like, when I think of all the Pharrell stuff compared with the RZA stuff, I do like the Pharrell stuff more now that i'm hearing this again um it's in my top five yeah it's my number five okay i really it's a fun song i like how it sounds it's a very pleasing sound i agree with you i think it's a very fun song uh i think it's definitely not one of the stronger risen tracks and definitely it was in my top five for a moment but i just don't think it's long enough and i don't think it, i don't think it's that dope enough i don't think mm -hmm. any of the songs that are in my top five or even my honorable mention i don't think it's doper than any of those songs yeah and it was really competing with you don't want to fuck with me for the honorable mention place but the, the fact that the you don't want fuck with me like that hook is undeniable like mm -hmm. i don't think the hook is undeniable on this song so that was really I'll say something that that kind of small is what edged uh, you don't want to fuck with me into the honorable mention spot and leaving this song is just a part of the uh, segment on the show yeah. uh, what do you give it probably seven and a half out of ten I give it a seven and a half out of ten as well yeah let me see if I yeah I did seven and a half yeah a but good decent song it's not like a great song no far from it on the album though it made my top five. On the album? Yeah. And it's placed really well. Yeah. And uh, I think aptly named. Yeah. And, please. And it's good to have the album. Now you say it. No. <laughs> you can't get me with the roles reverse thing. Yeah. You can't say fella and think I'm going to say the other one. Yeah. I mean, that's how it has to go. Someone says fella. And then oh, okay. So I'll say it. Yeah. I mean, if I have the okay. Yeah. Okay. So on... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you always think I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. 
<laughs> one of these days. One of these days, One Alice. of these days. All right. Drum roll, please. My number one is... Got your money. Has to be. Okay. It has to it be. Doesn't it doesn't have to it be. It does. It does. It has to be. It okay. Well, to you're going to be disappointed by my top five. It's okay. That's, that's fine. I, you know, be, being disappointed with you, it's not a new thing. But Shut up. <laughs> the, the, Got Your Money is a classic rap track. The Neptunes are on fire. Khalees is amazing. This is the best, in my opinion, this is the best ODB song. And that's why it's, that's why it became such a huge hit because it's different. It's it's like the video takes clips from like old uh, 70s uh, black exploitation films and puts ODB's like face on those people sometimes because he wouldn't show up to the music video and he wouldn't shoot a music video because he's a fucking crazy person. Alcoholic. Um, yeah, and yeah. a fucking drug addict. Had if this vi- I feel like if there was like a real, real video for this song, this song would have gotten way, way bigger. This is just a really dope little the do 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 and hey dirty Baby, I got your money. So they're saying dirty. I've never looked up the song lyrics. And I always thought they said da-da. I'm like, that doesn't make sense that they're saying that. But now that you say dirty, no, it's, I it's, get it. Yeah, you gotta give me I thought money. they were just vibing. Hey, da-da. Baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. I'm gonna get a girl to sing, hey, Ben A. Baby, I got your money. Don't oh, you there you go. I'm definitely gonna get a girl to sing that. It's such a, a, it's a simple fucking hook, but fucking, it has that, it has a slight disco feel to it. Like it's hip hop disco a little, just a little bit. Just a little bit, just it, a teeny it's got tiny that little bit. bit of that bop. It's like it's a, it's, I don't know. If you've never heard the song, you're a weirdo. You probably have been living under a rock. Get the this fuck is, out this of This is a big radio hit for a while, and I think it, it's well-deserved. It's the best. It's my favorite ODB song. It's his most cognizant song, and it's a song that is very him, but also crossover appeal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is the holy grail of every artist wants to be themselves while also being crossover. You yeah. know, you're not sacrificing anything. You're not selling out. You're being you, and people are accepting you on a massive level. Yeah. Just sing it right now. It's like fucking his unhingedness to the lady singing the song. Like the song is awesome, bro. This is a fucking dope ass song, and it was one of my favorite songs when I was six. That's why it has to be one. It has to be number one because I've loved this song since 1999. You know. Yeah. Give me your top five. You ready for my top five? I am. All right. Honorable mention. (laughs) I want pussy. That's a good song. It's 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 a a fun song. Funny song. Yeah. I'm happy someone made a song called "I Want Pussy." Yeah. I. uh, It's got this like kind of a Pokemon sound to it. Like the Game Boy Color. Like you're in a weird little town, and you're hearing this sound. I want pussy for free. Yeah. I feel like it's a, it's like almost like a rock song, yeah. you know. I feel like uh, the the guitar is very Jimi Hendrix ish. Kind of. Yeah. A like, little. I'd say not though. What well, what is it more like? I don't. I'm not a big uh, rock. Well, guy. I mean, Hendrix would have been a little more like shreddy. Oh, son of a gun. And uh, sorry, I'm watching 
foosball. So then, more like not Grateful Dead, but like one of the white, uh, okay, yeah. one of the white guys, one of the white guys. Know, I got you. That just like kind of vibes with their guitar, and they're not really like putting that much emotion into it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's yeah. Uh. So number five, fella, please. Okay. Number four. I gave. I was stuck between cold blooded and rolling with you. Okay. So I went cold blooded. Nice, nice. Yeah. I like. I like rolling with you more than cold blooded, but I like that you kind of appreciated cold blooded more than that. Yeah. Um. Then number three, got your money. Yeah. Number two, you don't want to fuck with me. Yeah. Okay. Really close to what would be a uh, number one. I was torn between that and recognized for my number one. Mm. So what's your I, least favorite then? Least favorite was Good are, Morning Heartache, right? Yeah, just not enough going on in that song. It's not a song for me, you know. It recognizes your number one. Yeah, and that I spoiled immediately. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. It's the old baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I enjoyed. I really. I didn't expect to enjoy this record as much as I did enjoy it. Because right. I really, like, like I knew I would, like, be into it, but I was into it a little bit more than a uh, little bit more than I thought I would be. Yeah. Which is great, which is always good. And, and it, I went through phases with this album, like, because I liked the singles, like, and then, so I liked Recognize, Got Your Money. Then I started to, like, pick songs out that I like to listen to. Yeah. And I never really listened to it as an album because it just sounded too unhinged. But... Uh, but then I started to like it more, and I'm like, "Yo, oh, let's put it on this podcast." You know, we got to do it. I'm happy we did. Yeah, I think it's it's a it was. I give this album a eight point two five, and a very strong eight point two five because there's some tracks on here that don't work for me on a large scale, but the songs that really really do work for me are usually straight strong raw hip hop. And a little bit of adventure. I feel like uh, "Cold Blooded" and "Got and Got Your Money." I feel like those are adventurous tracks, especially mm-hmm. for the time period that uh, ODB was making this album. Mm-hmm. You know, there was. I don't feel. I feel like not only the Pharrell production, but I think the Pharrell production, the Neptune's production. Not gonna leave out Chad Hugo. Um, the Neptune's production with ODB's craziness. Not a lot of people were really in that pocket, and I think if that was explored more, we would have a big ODB would have been a much much bigger act in the new millennium, mm-hmm. because I think that fit the the mold of what hip hop was kind of going towards that different kind of sound, you know, and so yeah, a strong strong eight point two five. I would definitely recommend this album to people. Yeah, I gave it a flat eight. Okay, you know, same the same yeah. ballpark, you know. Yeah. It's um, so funny right now. I don't. It's like your your hood on your shirt on your jacket. It's making you look like you have a ponytail. Oh, and that's I'm funny. Like, There's no way. Colin does not. I can't have to keep telling myself you don't have a ponytail. I've uh, normally like not normally. I had been for a bit buzzing my head like almost manically. Where yeah. like if I felt any sort of length, I would just like cut it. I haven't touched my hair since I last buzzed it way down where you called me a skinhead and yeah. not so nice words. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love when I can uh, do something like that for people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually the one that is uh, uh, saying nice things. Sometimes I you know, have to tell people they look like skinheads. And that's just rude. But it's from a place of love. Whatever. You know? Yeah. It's all love. I'm like Diddy I'll right keep now. that in mind 
and one day I might accidentally go Don Imus on you. Ooh, hit me with a nappy-headed hoe. Yep. Oh, no, I would never do that. That's racist. That is racist. I'm happy you gave me a, a fucking uh, hat last night because I was a nappy-headed hoe. And that's my way of telling you that by letting you borrow a hat. Uh, Cordo huh. greatness. Uh. Not the entire song, just the Chris Rock portion of Recognize. Okay. Got Your Money is definitely in my corridor of greatness. Yeah. Got Your Money has got to be in there. One of the, I think one of the best rap singles. I mean, like, as a single. Somebody yeah. dropping a song for promotion of the album. I think Got Your Money is definitely, arguably, a top 25 rap single. It's, a great, it's so different. It combines things, elements of unhingedness, great uh, disco a little bit, great R&B with Khalees' hook. I've, you know, I think it captures a lot. Yeah, the uh, the Raiders just missed a field goal. Missing a field goal in is overtime. fucking crazy, especially in overtime. I mean, it was pretty long. I think it was close to 60. But he does not look good. Carlson. No. Daniel. Carlson. Daniel Carlson. Daniel Carlson. So the, he definitely uh, got beat up in high school. The Seahawks just have to drive 25-ish yards to get within field goal range and win the game. And if the Seahawks win this game right here, I win $500. Let's go for the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They were at the 45. Oh, man. That Seahawks. is a 62-yard field yeah, goal. Yeah, fucking Seahawks got this, bro. But uh, so that's it. That's it. That is it. We are done with that episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, everyone out there in the universe and the megaverse, the metaverse, all the verses. Um, except the Twitterverse. Except for the, except for, uh, yeah, probably, you know, this, uh, this episode won't go out for a little bit. Maybe Elon Musk has destroyed Twitter. Yeah, oh. oh, my God. He caught that? Oh, man, they got it. Seahawks is winning this, man. Jesus, hopefully. It's no, good. okay, they, they're calling that down. Uh, next episode, D'Angelo. D'Angelo. How does it feel? But not that album. We're doing Brown Sugar. Uh, his debut album, 95. Um, spoiler, I love this record. It's amazing. I'll go on and on and on and on about it on the next episode, everyone. Um, so for C-Money, Benny G, not Kenny G. Oh, shit. That's where I got it confused yeah I know, I know. wow we look just alike i th- honestly yeah I every know. time you kept saying benny g i'm like i really like what you do with the clarinet you know <laughs> uh yes tip your bartenders tell your loved ones you love them believe in the science that you read in the science books or don't and believe in yourself and believe in yourself believe in yourself or believe. don't if you're if you're some wacko that's like struggling about killing people don't believe in yourself exactly you cannot do that shit let's get rid of uh ar-15s in normal people's hands that's fucking weird yeah you know they don't need that no um how else am i gonna shoot up my walmart exactly oh yeah in my country bye see you later alligators